Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, it's 3.06 on DGS. You guys, I have an announcement to make. Let's hear it. Mm. I am a trendsetter. Oh. I have been ahead of the curve over most people for the last 25 plus years. So I, actually, so no. People, it's it's got to be. It's actually. It's got to be more like thirty. It's got to be coming up on thirty because. So everyone is hating. It's a wonderful life. My, like, yeah, yes. yeah, no, no. This is real. This is like a real trend. Oh, okay. Like I was ahead of the game, and I believe everyone should be following my lead on this. And okay. I will allow you guys to judge whether or not I'm crazy for thinking that. Uh-huh. So I just mentioned, uh, like Monday was uh, our 29th anniversary. My wife and I. Um, so at least that long, and probably even going back a little bit before that. Um, and, and it's not always been a hundred percent because some of it depends on like where you live. Uh, when we were living in a one bedroom apartment, it wasn't possible. Uh, when we, once we had a house, it was a little more possible, but I am a strong believer in sleeping in different rooms, mm-hmm. couples sleeping in different rooms, not just different beds. That's not the point. It's because everybody's a little different, right? So like, for example, in my case, I am a snorer. And I am a heavy sleeper. And I also have weird hours, right? So I go to bed at like 1, 1 2 o'clock in the morning most nights. Um, that's now, and it really has kind of always been that way. Uh, being a sports guy for most of my life, a lot of things are happening at night. You finish watching games late at night, and then you do some show prep, and then you go to bed. That's kind of always been my routine. And for a long time, I was actually an overnight host, which meant that we slept at different times of day entirely. Like, I was getting home about an hour and a half, two hours before she would wake up. Well, I wasn't going to just jump in there and then wake her up an hour and a half early. Now, my wife is a light sleeper. So we are polar opposites on that. And it just, it wasn't a decision back then. It was more circumstance. It was, I have weird hours. And it was just, it just made, it just how that started. And it makes all the sense in the world. And I saw somebody recently, I forget who, oh, no, no, no. Was it was, Cameron Diaz? It was Cameron Diaz. She was talking about it. And I saw that, and I'm like, well, duh, you could have asked me this 25 years ago. And it, it's, it, it, and I think there's also, there's also the science of it. It has been done. I did a little bit more research on this. But the people that do what we do, which is just you sleep in different rooms, they, the people that do that, are much more likely to say that they feel good and they sleep well than people that share. Because you have the whole blanket thing. Do you have two separate blankets versus one? 
I know how anybody can do the one blanket thing. That's just insane to me. Like, no, you, there, how can you ever possibly be comfortable that way with the with the one blanket for everybody? I mean, we are I, even before when we had the one bedroom apartment, it was two blankets. It was just so much easier to manage. Nobody's pulling and tugging and nobody's yanking someone out of their spot or waking them up in the middle of the night accidentally and none mm-hmm. of that stuff. I'm a huge advocate for it because sleep really matters. And if you're just sleeping, then what's the point of being there Mm -hmm. at the same time? I am a trendsetter. I've been doing this for almost almost 30 years, and I would advocate for it if... Now, if there's no problem and everything's going well, like you're both heavy sleepers and nobody wakes up, that's fine. I'm not telling you to, you know, automatically change. But fighting the fight is not worth it. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, well, it's funny that you bring up this because Cameron Diaz said it because I don't think there's anything wrong with sleeping in separate rooms or separate beds because I'm a terrible sleeper. So I'm, I'm a big proponent of like, whatever helps you, like you should do it. But I thought it was very funny. Cameron Diaz kind of showed how rich she was because she was like, well, yeah, (laughs) she was like, I think it's even okay if you're sleeping in different homes. And then maybe you have like a shared home. (laughs) So you have your own home. Your husband has his own Mm. home. Then you have the shared home. It's like, "Mm, yeah, this is relatable. That's, that's a bit much. I mean, like we just have a guest room and, um, We'd put good beds in in those rooms, and and you know my daughter had her own room. So the way it worked, it always made it just made sense. And then I found this, and I didn't know this. So I found this survey. Now, granted, it was only of eight hundred people, so I don't know how accurate this is. But which generation do you think has the highest percentage of people saying they that they they always share the same bed versus they sleep separately? I would out think of, out of boomers, Gen X, millennials, and Gen Z. I would think Gen Z together, boomer apart. I would say it goes in a tier. I would say it goes from Gen X uh, always are together, millennial a little less so, Gen X a little less so, boomers less than that. Um, sure, I'll agree with Andrew because I think a lot of times, you know, Gen Z, if they're just now getting married or moving in together or whatever, they probably don't have multiple bedrooms. So, based on the chart that I'm looking at. It, the the millennials are the ones that sleep together the most. Okay. Uh, but it, And it's also broken down a little bit differently because they're talking about people who rate their quality of sleep as a five out of five. Like, that's the best. One out of five is the worst. And the and actually, the millennials are also the ones that said they had the same good sleep whether they were alone or together. Hmm. which I found was interesting. And the other groups don't have that. It's a bigger, it's a much bigger gap. So like boomers, Gen X and Gen Z, uh, the people that said that they get great sleep that gave it a five, uh, 27% sleep separately, 10% sleep together. That's basically the ratio for all three of those generations. But for millennials, it's even. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Do you find this to be like just something people don't talk about and everybody just kind of does sometimes or, what do you mean? Like, I feel like this happens more than than people talk about. Like, just there's another like my dad, my mom and dad did have done the same thing because my dad's a snorer. And I think it's like the easiest solution to something like that. Mm-hmm. Why should two people both be miserable because one person snores? I just think it's maybe not something that comes up very much. You maybe know? you think? Yeah, because I'm always surprised when people are surprised mm-hmm. that I do that. I'm like, first of all, you don't know me because I'm a snorer and I do, and I won't wake up. So, mm-hmm. like, if you if you push me and tr- get me to try to get me to stop, I'll just roll over and I won't I won't be aware of what just happened. 
Like, I'm a zombie when I'm asleep. Mm -hmm. And then there's people that are just super light sleepers. I don't know how you guys fit into that. Are you a light sleeper, Rach? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like any, do you hear like any even small noise? No, but if someone were snoring very loudly, that would definitely wake me up and be upsetting. What about, what about like, because this is, my wife is a light sleeper. My dad is super light sleeper. You can't even walk through the hallway. He'll hear it, Hmm. Um, which is part of the reason why. And isn't that interesting, though? The snorer is the light sleeper. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always surprised he doesn't wake himself up more. But if I were to just get into the bed at the same time while my wife's already asleep, it's waking her up, guaranteed, no matter matter how, like, stealthily I try to just, like, don't move the and it's not it's a king bed it's not like you know small where you're going to be bumping up and mm-hmm. you know making contact and all that so it just it just makes sense to me that sleeping is most in like in the in the whole thing about sleeping the actual sleep part matters more than the how the why the where yeah i agree with that for sure yeah I think it's just like a tradition i think i mean it makes sense that married couples sleep in the same bed because Whenever you enter a relationship with someone, you want to be as close to them as possible. So it makes sense that that's the tradition and that's the way it's like the default kind of. But I think varying, you know, getting away from that default doesn't it's not an indicator of anything going on in your relationship. That's a good point. I think I think some people end up because I've had friends that I've talked to about it and they're like, man, that just seems weird. I'm like, it's not like there's no such thing as weird. You do what works for you guys. Yeah. Right. Like. There's nothing wrong if it works for people to be in the same bed. Great, wonderful. I mean, that, there's, I'm not saying don't do it. What I'm saying is don't be afraid of that. What seems different because it's no big deal. I mean, it it doesn't change anything in terms of re- just in g- general day to day reality. Except that you're much more likely to sleep. You know, you you made me mad the other day, Wheels, talking Uh-oh. about sleep because I'm such a bad sleeper. Even though I've been doing pretty well lately, <laughs> knock you? on wood. Yeah, here's some wood to knock on. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you were like talking, complaining about your bad sleep over the weekend, and yeah. you were like, "I didn't sleep through the night until Monday," and I was yeah. like, "Oh, boo hoo! I you haven't probably... slept through the night in ten years." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. no, I, I didn't mean it like all the way through. I mean like so, without disturbances. Well, here's how because you it sounds like because that's how my wife sleeps. She never ever, ever sleeps all the way through. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's been forever. I mean, this is going back to we were in our 20s. So that's just, just a thing. Like two or three times in the in the night, there's a wake up of some yeah. kind. And I'm generally not that. I'm generally, once I'm out, I am out, out. And then the alarm is what wakes me up. But when, for everybody that didn't catch, I think we talked about it on Friday, maybe because I was hurting on Friday. I get reflux, and it simulates some of the symptoms that come with a heart attack. Oh my goodness! And mm. not, not it's not like that extreme. I know what the difference is now, but you there were a couple times I actually went to urgent care, and one of the times they sent me to the ER. Oh wow! And I in an ambulance, no less. And I'm like, guys, I don't, I think I'm fine. And they're like, we got to check. And then every and when it happened, we went there. Everything's normal. There's no problem. That was a few years ago. And but those symptoms can feel terrible. And the solution is get your butt out of bed, sit upright or stand up and walk around for a little bit. That calms it all down. Um, But then when that happens like that night, so last Thursday night into Friday, I didn't fall asleep until almost 6 a.m. Ooh, that's a bummer because of that. Normally, that's not a problem. Um, But that is and and that would be that that's an extreme time. And that usually happens for a couple of days and then it's gone. And obviously by now it's gone. But that's a different thing. I, I don't I don't know how you guys do that with the constant wake ups every night. 
Yeah, it's, uh, you just kind of get used to it. And then when you do get like a really good night's sleep, you just feel like a superhero. Like, <laughs> like man, if I could do this every night, Wake how different would mood? my life be? Yeah. yeah. Where are you on that, Andrew? Are you the sleep? Do you, you strike me as a sleep like a rock guy? Uh, not like a rock. I'm I'm a I'm a really light sleeper. Um, oh, are you really? Seems yeah, like a pebble. I'm a light sleeper. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, that was so lame. Do not laugh at that. That's actually funny. Uh, no, I'm a light sleeper, and I don't. Uh, I'm generally a good sleeper. Like I generally am able to fall asleep relatively quickly, and. I don't. I don't usually do eight hours, but I'll I'll do six pretty easily. Yeah. You know. Nice. So, um, I'm like nice. When I and when I, I say heavy sleeper, <laughs> sounds good. I don't when, when I say heavy it. sleeper, I mean like I don't hear anything. That's scary. The biggest storms come through. I don't even know it. I wake up in the morning and my wife will be like, "Did you hear all that last night?" I'm like, "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> did not hear it." There are times where she's trying to wake me up and she'll have to like come over and shake me to wake me up. Like yeah. she'll come in and just ask, try to ask me something or get me awake because I'm, I'm slept, slept through my alarm or whatever. And she'll be like, have to push on my shoulder and move me to make me go, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. It's not, I mean, it, I don't know. I, what, it, how, do, how do alarms work for you? Do they get you up? Very loud. I have to turn them on very loud. Okay. And I usually, if I really have a tight schedule and I have to, like say I have a flight, mm. I will set the alarm next to me and I will set another alarm on the other side of the room. That I actually have to physically get out of bed to go yeah. turn off. Yeah, I've heard that trick. Yeah, yeah, I've heard the trick of like you gotta you gotta get one that's away from you so you yep. can't just slam. Can't it with accidentally your fist. hit off instead of snooze or whatever. Yeah. Are you a snoozer? Uh, yeah, for sure. Me too. Uh, it's bad because sometimes I'll accidentally hit stop instead of snooze, and then you know that's the if morning I, is ruined. If I'm never not here <laughs> by noon, that's probably what mm -hmm. I did. Because <laughs> I'm probably still asleep. Does anyone still use alarm clocks? Because I, I use my phone. Yeah, I use I a phone. phone. Yeah, I don't. I have a phone, and then the one I put across the room was always my iPad or something. It was never. I don't. Mm -hmm. I don't have an alarm clock. Mm -hmm. No need for it. iPads are cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> They're multi-purpose, so they basically pay for themselves. Yeah. Well, it also helps to not have that light of an alarm clock in yeah. your room too. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, DGS here on KMOX. Dave out for the holidays back on January 2nd. Uh, we're all here today and tomorrow. We're all out Monday through Wednesday of next week, Thursday, Friday next week. I'll be here. These two lucky suckers will just be chilling. What are you guys doing next week? You guys just <laughs> hanging out? You always just do, going out. anywhere? Do, I was. It's a dumb question to ask you, Rach, because you're going to go anywhere two weeks before you go. <laughs> yeah. Go back on a plane and go overseas. <laughs> does, so does it feel different this time? Like the preparation in advance? Do you feel like is it? I'm far easier? less intimidated. Yeah. yeah. Like it um, just seems like more. I'm not saying routine, but like it's not as big a mystery. You kind of know what to expect, so there yeah. isn't a lot of the lead up. And the big thing for me was I was very nervous about the flight because it was such a long flight. And now that I've done it, it's under my belt. And I'm like, okay, I know I can do it. So it's not a big deal. How did it end up? I don't, I know we asked you a lot about the trip itself, but how the, I mean, how was the flight to you as an experience? Like, as far as, is it really tiring? I mean, it's no, it was, I was, okay. So we were talking about bad sleep issues in the last segment. I think since I, have sleep issues jet lag is not as much of a thing for me because it's like i can recover quickly because it's your norm yeah kind yeah, yeah. kind of like not to sound like a martyr like i'm always <laughs> i'm always this tired but like i'm used to being that tired so it wasn't a huge deal and uh the plane ride was actually like i had never taken an international flight but it was really nice <laughs> what i keep telling people is they they feed you and for whatever reason that really helps break up the time like they yeah. fed us twice like, i got what two airline, meals uh, was it a u.s airline it was a Japanese airline, okay, ANA. Okay. How was the food and all that? Was the good? food was the first meal we had uh, on the flight was so good. It was like chicken teriyaki and then like soba noodles and like it was so good. I took a picture of it. I'll show you on the break. I was like, if the food in Japan is half as good as this. I'm gonna be happy. <laughs> but no, it was it was. There's something about like knowing that you're getting a meal in five hours that makes the time go by faster. I don't know why. Maybe right. I'm just food obsessed. And I, I just. I, it was the same kind of experience when we flew over to Italy. I forget what airline it was, but it might have been Lufthansa. I can't remember because we went to Germany and then from Germany to Italy. But, like, it, the food was better. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just – it wasn't great. It's not like going out to eat, but it's just solid. You know, it's like you're eating it and you're like, all right, this is fine. I can eat this. This is good. Yeah. And, the you know, the seats were a little bit bigger. The aisles were a little bit – seemed anyway a little bit wider. I don't know mm. if that was actually the case or not. Um, it just – why do we have to be trash? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> America's like, looking bad out I mean, there sometimes. I get it. I mean, it, it. you know, the idea is get as many people in there as you can and make it fast. And we're not, you know, we're not typically flying over an ocean, right? I think dealing with less is not a big deal when you're flying two hours down to Orlando, right? It's not, that's not a big deal. When you're making a six, eight, nine, what was yours? 14 hours? Yeah, about 14. 14 hour flight. Yeah. Yeah, you probably do want a little more comfort and a little bit better food and all of that kind of stuff. Um, what I, I I think I set a record on our trip back from Italy. When we, so we we went from I think we flew yeah we flew into and out of Rome, and then went to Frankfurt. That was kind of the hub to switch back, and then Frankfurt back to the U.S. back to Chicago, and then from Chicago to here. So it was a bit of a, it was a bit much as far as like the number of steps from Frankfurt to Chicago. I did not get out of my seat one time. Wow. You didn't mm. even have to go to the bathroom? No. Wow. Now, I was sleeping for a good part of it. I probably slept for more than half of it. And that was the, and it was the latter half. So maybe that was it. 
you know, like that was part of the ease of it. But I, I, we ate, I watched a movie and then fell asleep and then woke up maybe, I don't know, 45 minutes before we landed. Never got out of my seat. Nice. Did you have on compression socks? Because that helps with circulation and such. What are compression socks? They're like super tight socks that you put on and they're supposed to be good for like blood circulation in your legs. Yeah. Didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Next time, get a pair at the airport. Really? Yeah. Did it, like, did it, did you feel a difference? No, but everybody says you're supposed to use them. So, yeah. I mean, since if you're not, especially if you're not getting up and walking around, it's supposed to be good for you. It wasn't really my plan. It wasn't like, I'm not getting up. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show everybody how tough I am. (laughs) It wasn't that. It's like we got near the end and I'm like, hey. I looked at my wife. I'm like, I haven't gotten up. And she's like, I know. You're weird. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you're like, I live on this plane now. <laughs> this is my new man cave. <laughs> I had TV and I had food and I didn't have a lot of I mean, Although I will say the movies on the on the plane were pretty good. Yeah, same they were here. pretty good ones. They were like pretty close to first run movies. Nice. Likey. Is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in, and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. on KMOX DGS continuing here on a Thursday. I thought to play uh, Dave Murray's favorite Christmas tune right there. That's (laughs) right. Smells like Team Spirit. (laughs) That's your favorite one, right, Dave? Absolutely. (laughs) I know this is going to be a ridiculous question, but I'm going to ask anyway because I'm a ridiculous person. Uh, did Did you get in at all to any of that era of music, the grunge era of music? I, get like I don't get like, into it. Probably not, but it, I do occasionally like to listen to. And I think I've mentioned this before. You know, a little Metallica, <gasps> little little Rob Zombie. You know, oh, something like that. Are you serious, <laughs> oh, Dave? Boy. We got to go to shows. <laughs> oh boy, come on! He's <laughs> done it now, Dave. Oh, I Dave. know. Dave, wow. I would I had ticket I would have had tickets with Please your name psych. on them to go see Metallica when they were here. <laughs> Dave, are you kidding right now? <laughs> I don't know if I want to do a, a whole show. <laughs> but yeah, you know, occasionally, you know, it's like you get in the car and you think, I could go for a little of that. Dave, I'm gonna find out when Rob Zombie's going back on tour, we're going, and I'm gonna get us in the pit. <laughs> Oh, no, no. I <laughs> draw the line there. <laughs> Dave, I'm not gonna Dave's lie. not wearing shoes in the pit. No, maybe, maybe in a box or something like that, but not in the pit. He'd be like, like the, uh, the dew point's pretty high down here. <laughs> I, Dave, you made my week. There you go. That was this the best. Is... That is the best thing I learned this week. I don't like when he's just happy. And that's it. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> the best, I'm nervous. It's the best thing I learned this week. And this week I learned that we could repeat the process of fusion. <laughs> Not us. We can't do it. No. Oh, I, I know. I say, oh, we can do I, that. I can't do that. <laughs> I don't know. Also, we can you do that. you you do know that if you Google Dave Murray, the first thing that usually comes we up. We're doing it so fast. Uh, okay, do it for uh, what comes up first. Uh, Dave Murray, the musician. Oh, Iron that's Maiden. right, Iron Maiden. Yeah, there you go. So you're, I've actually here Dave Murray too. I googled, right. I've had, I googled the good Dave Murray, and you came <laughs> the up. The good. <laughs> yeah. 
cool it's amazing name, right? <laughs> that I have had people come up to me and who know that what I did for a living and what I do for a living and say, did you used to play for Iron Maiden? And I said, yeah, that's the, that's my look. I yeah. wish you did. That <laughs> would be quite so a great. life, Dave. <laughs> Man, that's great. I didn't I didn't. I mean, I, I, as, as crazy as it is, I mean, I've known who he is for a long time because I liked Iron Maiden right, uh, back right. in the not, I don't go back that far. Like, I mean, I'm, a, I'm born in the 70s. So, I mean, it's not like I go all the way back to the but they were big in the 80s when I was really getting into music and I knew who he was. But for whatever reason, until today, I just never went. Oh, yeah. These two guys have the same name. Our brains I'm are sorry, weird, sorry guys. He's freak. He's gonna freak out. For I, this is gonna be the rest of the day, Dave. I'm never, ever, ever gonna be the same. Now that I know that you listen to some of the stuff that I listen to, I mean, I'm changed. Dave, uh, which Rob I, Zombie songs do you like? No, I don't. I don't know. The one that's I, like I don't know. The, I don't Dragula. know. It's the sound. It's Dragula's the sound the that I like from it's, time to it's time. It's the heavy bass with a good beat, right? Because he uses yeah, a little yeah. bit of like a. There are times he's using a little bit of a dance beat Don't to the heavier dance sound. Beat to he me. does. He just does, man. Don't he just does. Say that. I bet Dave. I like favorite. it. I like it when they they take a a very popular song. Yeah. That, that and then they just turn it into heavy metal. Yeah. That that cracks ah. me up all the time. <laughs> Dave, Dave, you are my brother. I'm like you, we we seriously may share like somehow that we share share genetics. No, I'm sorry, that's not there. <laughs> they did a version of helter skelter that's really cool um I'm trying to remember the other cover that they did oh they did uh boogeyman which is obviously an old funk song um i bet i bet your favorite though is like is like uh dragula or thunder kiss 65 I don't know. I don't ones. know. How does that I one don't know go? the names. I don't know. You the would names. know it. It's one of the. It's it, if, okay. If you, it, it's it's one that if you're old enough, you would you would have heard it somewhere on the radio. It was a big radio hit. Um, Thanks for listening to KMOX, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, man. You know, world's changing. We are world's not changing. your father's KMOX. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I guarantee you that I am the first person that ever played any of those songs on KMOX. I used to do that on Sports Open Line all the time. There you go. Always, always. God Almighty, you're still here. I know. Somehow, well, you know, when you're the when you're the sports guy, there are low expectations. (laughs) 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 When it comes to that kind of stuff. All right, you've already made my week, Dave. Thank you for that. Uh, Any changes? Anything we need to be aware? No, you know, it's it's very mild. It's we're you know again. I think I mentioned yesterday we should be around 43 for the high temperature this time of year. We're not even going to be close to that. People are wondering where is is there any cold air? Not really in the U.S., but there is some extremely cold air across Europe, Asia, and China. That's where it is right now. And that tends to be how this happens. And in time, as we go through the winter, that cold air will shift. It will kind of retreat back to the Arctic, and then it will release in a different part of the world. And it will probably release over us. So just got to give it some time. I always thought that December would be extremely mild, and then we would start to flip in January and get into the cold in Feb. All right. So, and I know we we already looked at this. Has anything changed long term from when you did the forecast? Like the no, forecast? I no, nothing's really changed from that. I still think that we will start to get back to average anyway by okay. the first of the year or shortly after the first of the year. There will be rain developing late tonight. Periods of rain tomorrow, mainly a light rain. 
Rain should end by about 10 o'clock Friday night. Saturday still looks like the dry day, but a lot of clouds around. 62 for the high on Saturday. Rain developing again late Saturday night. Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday for the holiday weekend is wet with periods of rain. 62 on Sunday, 58 for the high on Christmas Day, Monday. That second system is still looking fairly impressive and would not be surprised to see at least an inch of rain out of that second system. Outstanding. Uh, all right, Rachel, we got to do some headlines. Yeah, headlines is brought to you by Schnucks. Get your groceries delivered or use curbside pickup with the Schnucks Rewards app. All right, according to a new survey uh, releasing U.S. Census Bureau data, in 2022, the total number of 18 to 24-year-olds enrolled in college was down by approximately 1.2 million from its peak in 2011. And data is showing that uh, young men are... Uh, declining in, in college enrollment as well. So that's a trend that's going on. Less and less young men are enrolling in college. Hmm. Well, you know, I, I think we've, I know we've talked about it before, and I think a lot of people are just kind of going more in the direction of it's okay if college isn't your thing. Mm-hmm. And I do think there's a no, I mean, I don't know how you would feel about it, Dave, having, you know, done it with kids and all that. But I mean, the the cost is more prohibitive now than it's ever been. Yes. And if oh, you're yeah. on that borderline, man, the borderline choice is not. Yep, I'm going to go commit commit a hundred thousand dollars or more. And more companies are, are saying, "Hey, come on in. We're going to train you to do exactly." And that and that could be management type positions too. We're going to train you the way we want you to do this job. Fake trees are on the rise. According to the Real Christmas Tree Board, the natural tree industry has been falling for 50 years due to artificial trees looking more authentic and becoming more accepted. 77% of Americans are choosing to put up artificial trees this year instead of a real one. Hands raised in the air. I do it. Yeah, mine's artificial. Our our fake one looks better than any real tree I've ever had. It's super easy. It's light. Uh, It's three pieces. It's got the lights built into it already. I, I don't... I don't need to kill any trees. I'm good. Dave, are you guys a real tree or a fake tree? Yeah, we have just a, like a little stick tree, like a little Charlie Brown tree right oh, now. Nice. But but have always been real tree. Yeah. Real tree. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do, and I know they fold up and they fit into a little box or bag and stuff like that. But I just, I love Christmas tree shopping. I love going oh, to you? the Kirkwood, Kirkwood Farmer's Market and Christmas nice. tree shop. Fun. Yeah. Did you guys see that the uh, Slim Jim car was stolen? What? Whoa. So, did you know there was a Slim Jim car, first of all? No. It's a sports car uh, for the company of Slim Jim. The custom car's name is Fast Meat. Uh, not making that, that up. terrible. <laughs> it does sound terrible. Although it sounds like a good punk band. <laughs> the makers of the meat snacks say that the vehicle was stolen in L.A. when it was in town for a video shoot with WWE. And, yeah, they, they drove it to Los Angeles to be a part of a video shoot with the uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, and someone stole the car. It doesn't seem like it would be that hard to track down and find because it's painted like a Slim Jim. It's basically. a pretty cool-looking car. It is pretty cool-looking. I looked it up, too. It, it looks, looks like they got lights in the in the wheels and all kinds of stuff. Very cool. It's a, it's a, For people that don't know what it is, it's a Nissan Z, which is their sports car. Mm. It's a very good sports car, too. It's nice. And my final story, don't get grinched. Security experts say you shouldn't post pictures while you're on vacation this holiday season. Apparently, scammers can 
you know, go into your social media and see, oh, they're on vacation and figure out where you live and break into your home. Kind of like a home alone style in 2023, Uh, just using technology. So be very careful. And experts say uh, if you must post photos from your vacation, wait until you are home to do so. That's probably not a terrible idea. Just for anybody that's wondering, whenever I leave home, I have a platoon of retired Marines. That just stay there. So. Yeah, it's a good idea. I like my too. I like my moat especially. <laughs> Does it have alligators in it, Dave? No, it has piranhas in it. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, we got to get the mo- moat with par- with piranhas. Did we, Dave? Did you know this? Piranhas are not actually that vicious. Mm-hmm. I, I I do know that. I, yeah, but it sounds good. It, it does. Just, it has a vision. You know, uh, the you you say piranha to anybody, oh, and they I just know. think I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> My first thought is no, thank you. <laughs> I'll take a pass on that. All right, Dave. Thanks so much, bud. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, hold you on. Got listen, it. listen, listen. Up, 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 listen. up, up, up. Ah. Oh goodness. <laughs> You know, we have this really, like, long list of topics and stories, and I like almost all of them on all three of ours. Like, they're just good. Like, they're interesting, fun stuff. Uh, we, I mean, we got to see Andrew almost got into a fight this morning with mm-hmm. an older gentleman. <laughs> He's over here doing his kung fu moves. <laughs> Skadoosh. <laughs> but you had me hooked on one, Rach, um, earlier today, and I forgot about it. I meant to bring it up earlier in the show, uh, but the one about kids. Oh, yeah. We are too soft on these kids, I'm telling you. So I I saw this article that was like, should you teach your kids to, to lie and say that they like a present that they don't really like? And I'm thinking, yeah, of course. You want your yes. child to be polite. I mean, there are times when lying is perfectly acceptable, like when you're saving your poor grandma's feelings because she got them the wrong thing. Or <laughs> I remember being at a Christmas party once, and the little girl <laughs> opened her present, and she goes, whoever got me this, I already have it. <laughs> and it was like, it really has stuck with me throughout the years as being like, oh, my goodness, maybe some... some uh, different tactics could have been implemented to save that person's feelings so in that moment. The, what was the, I mean, like what was the point that you should tell your kids to never lie? Well, there's two teams. There's team. Let's not lie. Right. Ever uh, about anything. Ever about anything. Okay. Uh, so it's saying, you know, you don't have to be rude, but don't lie and say you like it. Say you like the wrapping paper or say you like the thought that counts, but don't say you like the present. And then there's team. <coughs> pardon me. Just tell them you love it. Just tell them. It's great, no matter what it is. And I am definitely, you know, I don't have children, but if I did, I would definitely be team. Just tell them you like it. Be polite. There's nothing wrong with saying, oh my goodness, thank you so much for getting me this present. I love it. There's no, you're not committing a mortal sin when you lie in that respect. Because you're saving their feelings. There are real deceptions there are serious lies, and then there are little fibs. Exactly. There, are, you know, the little white little lies. Everybody said, "You can't." There is nobody that can go through this world and always be honest ever. And if you're telling your kids that, you're setting them up to fail because people are not going to like them. Exactly. Because <laughs> if your child's like, I, "I'm sorry, but I don't like it," do you really think that the aunt is going to be like, "Oh, that's okay, sweetie"? They're going to be like, "Oh, well, you ungrateful little brat." Yeah. You're setting exactly. You're setting them up to fail. You're setting them up to rub people the wrong way, and they're going to be perceived as having an attitude problem. Now, I do think it's, and this is how we handled not just that specifically, but in general, the the rule was you can't lie to us. 
Okay. Do not lie to me or your mother. That's a real problem, and that's where the punishments are going to come in. If you're going to say something, especially when it's that kind of thing, just to be polite, there's no harm done there. There's no harm in not making your you're grandma feel like harm. crap. Yes. Yeah, I think anybody that's in the don't make, don't lie ever, 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 you need to join us in the real world. Because mm-hmm. in the real world, people's feelings kind of matter. Yeah. Especially close family members and stuff. Yeah. I saw a video. What were we watching? Oh, we were watching the show. So I've told you guys. Have I told you about like uh, road wars and customer wars and all that? It's all these t- dumb people doing terrible things caught on phone cameras and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a new one now called Christmas Wars that comes Uh-oh. out of this time. And oh, one no. of them is this kid. He opens a present and he goes, I hate it. And he throws <laughs> what it down. a brat. Oh, but he's honest, Rach. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's doing the right thing. Sure. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 